Hey y'all, welcome to 1000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark. Um, thanks. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, I have really enjoyed putting it together since the beginning of this year, and I'm really grateful to those who've listened, and uh, it really encourages me to hear that you're enjoying it. Um, but I ended up being out of town all of June, so I wasn't able to make any new episodes. Um, the main part of my work is as a singer, songwriter, and storyteller. In the summer and the fall, that's when I, I begin to travel more full-time. So I'll be hitting the road for my annual fall house concert tour, August, September, and October. Uh, so that means season one of this podcast will probably have to end in the next few weeks and then pick up again in 2020, unless I make like a few special episodes this fall while I'm traveling. Uh, maybe I'll have time to do that. That'd be kind of fun. But uh, I like doing things in seasons. I just don't feel like I can do everything well all of the time. But I can do, you know, certain things at certain times. Um, so this next season is touring season. And my favorite place to sing songs and share stories is just in people's houses at house concerts. Um and I don't know if you know what a house concert is, but it's basically what it sounds like. It's just a concert in a house. Uh, really, it's a it's a very old way of enjoying music that predates uh, music's kind of modern industrialization. People used to have a room in their house called the parlor, and that's where they would gather. There'd probably be a piano there, and they would listen to music in their homes. In fact, Mozart used to play house concerts. Um, so I think house concerts are in many ways like music's most natural habitat. Um, I I do enjoy a big stadium concert just like anybody else, but music comes to life in this really special way when it's made in the human familial setting of an actual house. So... Um, for this week's episode, I thought, I just kind of want to talk about why I love house concerts so much. Um, and if you'd like to host me for a house concert this fall, I'll be traveling all over the country. So you can just get in touch and we can talk about it. Um, you can email me at matthewclarknet at gmail.com. You can also check out my house concert information page on my website. It's uh, matthewclark.net slash houseconcerts. Houseconcerts is all one word. So I would love to come share stories and songs in your home this fall. That would be amazing. Um, so in light of that, here's this week's episode. Uh, it's called, What is a House Concert For? Habitat is important, isn't it? There are certain conditions that make for flourishing, and not just any old circumstances will do. For me, there's a big difference between how I feel on a sunny day and how I feel at the end of a string of cold, rainy days. People exist in a fabric of interrelatedness, and usually we don't even notice it until something starts to wear us out like gloomy weather 
eroding our mood. I think about this a lot as a traveling singer, songwriter, and storyteller. Certain kinds of music flourish in certain kinds of habitats. The kind of music I make, which comes from the kind of person God has made me, just withers in venues like bars and even coffee shops. Music, for me, is about finding coherence in the world. The songs are a way of weaving together the frayed fabric of life. Singing is a way of remembering what is true, that the life God is living is not fragmented, and God is reattaching our splintered, broken existence into a holy, beautiful wholeness. But if that wholeness is ever going to come close enough to lay a hand on, whatever music God is making must have the right kind of habitat. If God's is often a still, small voice, as Elijah found to be true, then a habitat that is crafted specifically to engender smallness and stillness would make sense. If we're to catch the strands of song that undergird what is most real and true. There's a place for trumpet blasts that ring across the vastness of the cosmos, that's for sure. That day will come. So a couple of years ago, I had a blast hearing you too play a stadium concert in Louisville. It was big and loud and amazing. But that's not where I live. And that's not the habitat in which the music I make tends to flourish. Over the last ten years, I found that my favorite habitat for music is the home. And if the term house concert is new to you, it's just what it sounds like. A real concert in your house. A house concert is a still, small habitat for a kind of music that flourishes under conditions of smallness and stillness. In the Gospels, there are certainly scenes of Jesus teaching big crowds. And there are amazing conversations where Jesus is sharing face-to-face with one or two people. I think of Jesus' late-night meeting with Nicodemus, or the one-on-one midday chat with the woman at the well. These ordinary, small-time, but life-changing encounters provide a very different way of understanding what's important in life. They mess with our expectations, don't they? Elijah's encounter with God is right in line with this. You'd expect God to be in the whirlwind, the earthquake, or the firestorm. All that bombast and spectacle. But God wasn't in it. After the crash of the waves had quieted and withdrawn, Elijah was surprised to find God's voice in the lull. A house concert is a cultivated lull. It's a time in a space crafted specifically to foster the quiet lull between the crashing of the waves, where a quiet voice might have a chance to speak. This brings up another important theme, hospitality. Hospitals, of course, are places cultivated for healing all the tools, expertise, and conditions 
are gathered in a hospital so that healing might take place. Or you might think of gardens, which are places hospitably crafted so that plants might have a chance to grow and bear fruit. A garden is a habitat that is hospitable toward hopeful little seeds. Or think about families. Families are little people gardens. We hope to practice hospitality in our homes, initially toward the people who actually live there full time. But after that, we hope that our very homes might become life-giving habitats for all kinds of pilgrims on the way. House concerts are a way to practice hospitality. One of my favorite authors, Henry Nouwen, says that hospitality is when we make room in our stories for someone else's story. If I am to meet you and hear you, I've got to make room and show you hospitality. This is true even with God. God won't trespass against us. If we have ears to hear and eyes to see, He's always available. But even God is asking us to practice hospitality towards Him. I've often thought of the Incarnation as God's ultimate act of practicing hospitality toward us, for making room in His story for our story. When God becomes a human, it is the ultimate act of compassionate listening and hospitable attentiveness. Jesus hears our story by putting Himself right inside of it. The cross is the culmination of that listening. Jesus doesn't stop his ears to the most devastating part. At the crucial moment of death, he's right there, listening with every bit of blood and bone and flesh, body and soul. Jesus reads all the way through the unhappy ending of humanity's broken storyline and then turns the page to write a new miraculous chapter. We are hungry for a few phrases from that living book. We get glimpses here and there. Most days we are braving the whirlwind, looking for a cranny to hide in. Maybe a house concert can be a little cranny. I hope so. I hope the songs I sing can themselves each be a little cranny to duck into and hear something of God's healing song. A house concert might become a little habitat where pilgrims step inside a home to hear a few lines of the Book of Life. My prayer is that these house concerts can foster real meeting between those gathered and Jesus himself. Now that's a little bit of how I think about the particular habitat of house concerts, why I love them so much and why they fit the way I like to do music. But maybe all that sounds pretty lofty. Maybe that's intimidating, if you were to consider hosting one yourself or attending one. But here's the thing I love about house concerts. They're like bread and wine, which are the most boring, ordinary things in the world. Yet, that's what Jesus chose as his glorious means of meeting with us. In some sense, they work precisely because they're not impressive. 
and they're not out of reach for ordinary people. He's chosen the foolish things, the overlooked things. Anybody can get their hands on a piece of bread and some juice, fermented or not. The home is the same way. It's the most mundane thing, in a sense. Yet, it can be consecrated so that it becomes a holy meeting place, a crafted habitat where God's song has a chance to break through like a blade of grass through the asphalt. In the South where I'm from, hospitality is too often confused with entertaining. Entertaining is about keeping up appearances. That puts a lot of pressure on the host because it's about getting everything right. But house concerts are not about entertaining. They're about hospitality, which is about making a space in a restless world where we have a chance to hear a story sung to us about God's invitation to His house and His rest. To close this episode, I'll share a poem I wrote that was recently published as a part of the summer issue of The Cultivating Project. Um, The Cultivating Project is an online quarterly magazine, and kind of like a house concert, it's a carefully crafted space of hospitality, where a team of writers are shaping words that make God's word of rest available in a restless world. So you can explore that at um, thecultivatingproject.com. It's really great. Um, But here is a poem entitled, This. And when I wrote it, I was actually imagining um, opening a house concert with it um, as a kind of uh, liturgy or a or an opening prayer. I was hoping that it might help guests uh, enter into one of these special evenings of song and story. Um, So, here's this poem called This. This is a habitation. Curl round the way a tendril climbs a lantern post, anchored in its reaching towards the summons of light. This is a nest Nervous birds that we are, sit still and be embraced by a thousand vining strands of song, a matrix wreathed to cup, maintained to warm the brooded, cherished, brittle ones, what hopes to hatch. This is a home, a frame readied for filling, chambers shaped for meeting A body built to house the living, a door to enter by, a kitchen, a table, if you're willing, where we may rest and share the meal that we've been given. This, this is a tree, so full of years no tongue can trace the rippling tale it would announce, which ringing out from its ancient mouth its heart would yet pronounce. Still every tongue has sung through seasons countless now, both grafted branch and twisted bough, the word from which the seed was sprung. And though each leaf is like another, one by one with newborn speech, each bodies forth the fruit, whose source, a far-remembered intercourse, makes manifest the breeze. This, this is a book, and you are in it. Look, we are sentenced 
and thereby freed to life, ensconced a story seed, bound and rhymed in living lines that when red bleed and throb in rhythm to give to solemn ink bright wings. The turning page in time turns out to break the misspelled words. The storyteller left a sign. Now joy-sung spells arc through the sting, raise death to breath and tune sin to sing. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening, and please do get in touch if you want to host a house concert. I would love to come visit and sing in your home. Um, And you can keep up with my tour schedule. Maybe I'm playing near you. Um, And you can read the text of this episode. All of that on my website at uh, matthewclark.net. So check that out. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.